Hey Moonies, welcome to the Sarah Moon Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Shauna Grant. She's a cartoonist and creator of Princess Love Pond and the upcoming book, Mimi and Penelope. Super excited to talk to her. I've been a fan for a really long time. So, hey Shauna. Hi there. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. I like, whenever I think of like magical girls I want to have on the show, like you are always at the top of the list and I'm so oh. excited. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? Okay, my first memory of watching Sailor Moon, I think I was like six years old or so, and I was in the hospital for like an allergic reaction to a bug bite or whatever, and I remember the nurses would wake me up at like 6 a.m. in the morning to give me Benadryl, and that sucked, but then I got to watch Sailor Moon, and that was really awesome. So that's like, yeah, I... That's like my earliest memory of it, and I think that's back when I was just like, like on channel, like the Warner Brothers channel or something, like before I went to Toonami, and then I don't know, it's just it just really stuck with me. Like I had a really big Pokemon phase, you know. I feel like most nineties kids did, but Definitely. Sailor Moon was my soap opera. <laughs> I love that. Because it really is. Like, my mom would watch General Hospital and I would watch Sailor Moon. Yeah. (laughs) Both filled with drama. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, when I was in grade school and I used to go home with one of my schoolmates, we would watch Sailor Moon with her mom, like, every afternoon. And I remember, like, how dramatic it was during, like, the Macquarie Night arc. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that whole season is just like tense. Yeah. It's like, oh, this isn't like little kid stuff anymore. Like this is this is real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so cool. I love your story too. I mean, it sucks that you were like sick and like in the hospital, but like that's different. I never heard someone coming across the moon that way. Especially like I think when it was on WB, it came on really early in the mornings. Yeah. 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 So that, that makes sense because I feel like whenever you're in a hospital, you're just kind of like, what is time? That's <laughs> 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 cool. Um, what did you, how did you feel or what were you thinking when you were watching it? Besides, um, oh my gosh. Like, I guess just, just like magical. Like, there was really nothing on TV like Sailor Moon back then. Like, I don't know what happened, but I never grew up watching, like, Gemini holograms, which is, like, the closest thing I can think of that was, like, Sailor Moon at the time. So it was just, like, really refreshing, you know, to see a cartoon that was full of girls, like, you know, being girls and kicking butt and having friendship and stuff and the music and everything. It was just so dreamy. Yeah, I think about that often too. Like, I think if I was born earlier, like, and kind of grew up in the '80s, like Gem and the Holograms, and like the original Shiro would have totally yeah. been like all my jam because I did like Shiro, but it just wasn't on TV. Mm-hmm. And I think I like caught a few episodes when it was on. I think it was on Cartoon Network for a little bit, and I was like, I do like this. Or maybe my brother had the DVDs, but it's just like I caught it like too late, and I'm like, I would have really liked this. Right. And I, yeah, that is true. Um, do you have any favorite moments? I mean, you mentioned, um, Curie Night, but... Um, let me see my favorite moments. Okay, like, the first thing that comes up 
is the episode where Jimmy Moon and Sailor Moon, like, swap agents. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess that stuck with me because, you know, I was little when I saw it. And it's just kind of like, you know, ex- trying to experience what Jimmy Moon was experiencing. Like, you know, being, like, a grown-up and, wow, like, stuff is so different. And it's just like, wow, like, is that how it is? Like, when you grow up... And I just remember, like, how adorable, like, Sailor Moon was, because, like, you know, she could have been, like, super, like, distressed, like, oh, no, I'm a little kid, but she just went with it. She just had, like, the time of her life, like, whatever. <laughs> like, we'll figure this out. <laughs> I feel like she's such a, like, child at heart still that, like, she's like, nothing changes for me. I just, like, have less responsibilities now. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I can act the same way. And not have to deal with, like, all these other things. <laughs> yeah. Except for, like, you have to figure out, like, how to work. How to, like, obviously, yeah, because Mamoru, she's like, that might be an issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cool. I love that. That's such a fun, um, that was a fun episode, for sure. Yes, I'm so um, excited to see the movie. <laughs> me too. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be so good. And I really hope. There's, like, rumors that it's coming to Netflix, and I'm just like, please. I hope so. Like, the sooner the better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Have, like, a Netflix watch party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I know the answer to this, but I have to ask you anyway. Who's your favorite Sailor Scout slash Senshi? Yeah, it's it's Sailor Moon. Like, sometimes Sailor Chibi Moon, because she's, like, pink and you know, and fun, but definitely Sailor Moon. I like to call myself a moon princess, so. (laughs) Yeah, I did see your, um, you did art, and you were, like, moon princess, and it was, like, a little black girl, and it was super cute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I was guessing Chibi, so I'm I'm happy I was wrong, because that's, it's always nice to, like, be surprised. Um, so why Sailor Moon? Oh my gosh, like, I just love, like, the amount of love and patience she has at the end of the day for people. Like, yeah, she's really childish and, you know, like, her friends are always, like, teasing her. Like, come on, like, get together, Sailor Moon. But, like, when it comes down to it, like, she really pulls through and I just love how she can like just win everybody over like with the power of love you know like I think that's how um the series ended with the Sailor Stars saga and it's just her and Sailor Galaxia and you know like all her friends have been or dead like everybody's dead and it's just them and she still is just like you can change Galaxia, like, let's, let's, let's do this together, and it's like, dang, you know, like, I want to be strong like that, I don't want to, like, hold grudges forever, or, like, worry, like, what everybody's, like, thinking about me, like, she's not a perfect person, but she's a strong person, you know, like, with the power of her heart. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest reasons I love her, too. She's also my favorite Sailor Scout. Because, <laughs> um, like, especially, like you said, like, that last episode, last season where she's fighting Galaxia, and it's, like, all the compassion she has after this woman, like, killed her entire family. And, like, yes. It's, like, how? How is that even possible? <laughs> You're still, like, I still see good in you. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's truly aspirational (laughs) (laughs) um you also have your own magical girl series that is super cute and i love it so much (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) how did you come up with princess love pond okay so i i went to school for cartooning and after I graduated, I think, like, back in 2011, oh, my gosh, um, me and my friends, we mostly did, like, anime conventions nonstop after that for a few years. And I was like, no, I really want to get into comics, and the best way to do that is to draw comics. So I wanted to do a webcomic, and I was, like, between doing a superhero spoof that was mostly comedy that I used to draw in college or doing something that was just really fun, cute, and shoujo because I like to draw cute, fun stuff and I love romance stories and bubbly, lovey feelings. So um, I started, you know, doodling like this magical girl who was all pink and hearts and I really wanted to do a story that was like, well, what if she's a magical girl and it's kind of like about her like balancing like her relationship you know like how do you date when you know you're fighting evil every night and stuff and it just kind of like morphed from there like thinking about feelings and you know like sometimes like when I was like really really sad and depressed I would be like man like what would it be like if I could just take my heart out right now and not feel this you know and so that's kind of like where the idea of Princess Lepon's um nemesis the dark queen came from you know where like she's taking like people's hearts and stuff and um gosh like I didn't get a chance to like really go into like as deeply into all those themes that I had meant to but it was just kind of like, you know, it's from her perspective, maybe she's not really doing like such a bad thing. She's kind of like helping these people not feel bad in her own way while she's trying to like just feel whole herself. And Love Pond is, you know, healing them in a more positive way by helping them work through their distress and everything. And so it just became like a story. It's just like, working with feelings and empathy and just being like really cute and girly and I wanted to show a dark-skinned black girl being really cute and girly because I don't feel like there's enough of that in media there is definitely not enough of that in media and yeah I think that's one of the first things that stuck out to me is just how cute it is and I was like it's a black girl and I was dark-skinned black girl and I was like this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, too, like, I still remember, it was one time I saw your table, and I, like, at um the Schomburg, um Black Comic Book Festival, uh-huh. I probably said that wrong, but, um, and I, like, I literally could not get to your table, because there was just, like, a crowd of young oh. black girls around you, <laughs> and I was like, this is so awesome, I'm like, they must be so happy to be seeing this, and I was just, like, so happy for them, and a little jealous, but mostly really oh. happy, because I was just like this... Like, this is just, it was just, like, a little magical moment, and it was really cute. Yeah, I've, I, it's been, like, amazing, like, back when it was safe to do conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, like, like, maybe two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, I'm, 
like really terrible with social media. Like I will use it for a time and then I'll be like, okay, I've had enough. I'm dipping out for now. So I will always announce when I go to a convention, I just go there and people just find me anyway. <laughs> like I guess because <laughs> my table is always like really super pink wherever I go. And they're like, hey, like you're the person that does princess love pawn, right? Like, oh my God, these are princess love pawn books. And it's like, oh, wow, you, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> And it was, like, really cool. And so I, I've been able to, like, meet a lot of people who are just like, oh, my gosh, like, thank you so much for, like, making this. Like, this means so much to me, you know, or, like, well, this means so much. Like, I have a child that's black, and I'm so glad, like, this exists in the world. And, like, when I made this comic, like, I wasn't making it just to have something to, like, draw for, like, practice, like, just to get back into drawing comics. Like, I had no idea, like, what was going to happen with it. And I was just, I feel really blessed that everything turned out how it did. I love that. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool when things like, because you like started out of like, let me just do this and like, this will be something fun and it'll help me like get better. And it's just like, kind of grown into this like amazing thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love the uh, story too, where it's, um, like you said, like, you know, her, instead of like, just ignoring your emotions or like trying to get rid of them it's like no work through them like acknowledge them like Mm -hmm. face it head on and you know get through it rather than just like removing it and like thinking it's gonna go away that way Mm -hmm. or thinking it'll it'll be fixed it's such a cool like uh um message yeah i i really Mm -hmm. thought it was important to show that there's different ways that you can be strong you know like it's not always about like well who can punch the hardest or who has the coolest sword or the coolest superpower sometimes like like can you listen to somebody like that kind of strength is really important too yeah that's really cool so not only do you have like this amazing comic book you also have another one coming out another book um published by scholastic which is like every time i see scholastic i'm just like brought back to like happy memories and like books and shiny covers (laughs) 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 but um tell me about Mimi and Penelope what's that about yeah so oh my gosh (laughs) I still can't (laughs) believe like I'm working with Scholastic uh I I also have two other books in development with per second but uh Mimi and Penelope's been announced so I can talk about that one and uh I wanted to do a book that was also kind of a magical girl but less sailor moon-ish and more like akin to like the 1970s 1980s magical girls like minky momo and creamy mommy like Mm. i just thought it was like really cool when girls like would transform into like different outfits and different careers and stuff so the book um mimi and penelope mimi uses the magic of her magical toy stuffed dog Penelope to change outfits. So she was literally like Twinkle Lala dressed up into superhero. And in the first book, it's about her um, not wanting to be cute anymore because she feels like no one's taking her seriously because she's cute. And so she uses this power to try and become something else. And at the end of the day, realizes that she really just enjoys being herself and having fun with her best friend, Penelope, and that's enough to make her satisfied. Oh, 
that sounds so cute. I love it. <laughs> I'm so ready for this adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cute. I'm really excited to be working on it. Yeah, and I did see the one for a second. I know that I see the names: History Comics, Rosa Parks, and Claudette Colvin, which already I'm just like, this sounds amazing. Yes, that <laughs> it is. It's, it's a really dense book, but um, mm-hmm. it's it's coming along beautifully. And um, yeah, actually, like I feel like doing Princess Lafon has like led me to <laughs> doing like all these books. Like I've literally met like almost all my editors at the Schomburgs <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. comic book fest. They're like, hey, do you want to do like middle school graphic novels? And I'm like, are you sure you want me? Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm I'm also working on that, which is almost close to being finished. So I'm hoping that will also be coming out in the next year or so. And I'm also working on a graphic memoir that takes place um, back when I was like in seventh, eighth grade, and it has to deal with anime, fan fiction, and online romance. <laughs> I love all of those things. <laughs> I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> that sounds so cool i know i keep saying that but i'm just like oh my god i'm geeking out like all of this just sounds really really fun and like i want them all right now (laughs) um so if each character in your in princess lapon well not each character but the main characters um and mimi and penelope were sarah scouts who would they be okay Mm -hmm. so leah would obviously be Sailor Moon for sure. Mm-hmm. And her best friend Rachel. Uh, oh my goodness. Mm, I'm stuck between Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mars. Probably leaning a little bit more towards Sailor Mars. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let's see. And then the Dark Queen, I guess. Well, she's going kind of to have to be a Queen Sailor Scout. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> definitely inspired by Queen Beryl. Um, let's see, Lewis. Would he be a Sailor Scout? Like, if he was a Sailor Scout, it's easy to be like, yeah, he could be Tuxedo. <laughs> but maybe, maybe he could be Sailor Jupiter because he kind of has like. That really soft, sweet side to him. Mm. But also he wants to be tough. <laughs> Maybe he could be, um, well, no, he doesn't really want to be tough. But the um, Andrew slash, um, what is his oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. It could be him, <laughs> too, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to be tough. Like, so I don't know if that fits. But I think mean, maybe he might have had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> he had a moment, you know. <laughs> well thank you <laughs> that's cool I was guessing um, Sailor Jupiter for Rachel and yeah but I think you you would know <laughs> it's really close between the both of them <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I mean you can you can mix it too I think I asked um Stephanie Williams who was on the show aka Steph I Will on Twitter um, we were going through the living single cast <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> and she was like I forgot, I think it was, like, well, Overton was, like, Sailor Moon, but then, like, 
another character was like a mix of like Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Moon. <laughs> it, was like, it made sense though. Yeah, they were just mixing it up. So why not? So there are no rules. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so obviously you love Sailor Moon. Do you have any other favorite anime? Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. I guess I might as well be like, yeah, I do like Heart Captor Sakura. Mm-hmm. I like Cutie Honey. I, I'm going through like my list of what magical girl stuff that I like. I did like Madoka Magica for a while until Rebellion came out, and now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I think I think I'm a Doka Dap. But I also like I really like darker stuff too. So. I'm like super like into like Berserk. Oh, Berserk is so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like I hope I hope to finish it before I'm forty, but <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, oh oh, and like my current is um the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, I've heard about that. It's so good. I think that's probably like my favorite shonen right now. Like, I know everybody's watching My Hero Academia, and I love that too. Deku's my son, but it's just so hard <laughs> to, like, keep up with anime now. It really is. So, there's so many that I like, but, yeah, those are definitely my favorite. Sometimes I'm like, is there more anime out, or do I just have more access to more anime now? <laughs> or do I just have no, less time? Like, what is it? it yeah, like, what is it? Because I'm just like, I was actually talking to someone earlier today and I was like, well, I want to watch this anime, but maybe I should watch this new one so I can keep up with these kids because <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because it just goes by like so fast. Like back in the day, like if you said an anime, everybody knew what you were talking about. If you're like, I love Cabo Bebop. Like, you, you would probably love it, too. You probably watched it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, if like, hey, I really enjoyed Tenchi Muyo. Like, everybody watched it. But now it's like, hey, like, I'm watching um, Fate Zero, which isn't a great example, maybe, because I feel like a lot of people are probably watching Fate Zero. Like, I'm trying to watch. But, like, also, like, oh, gosh, like, what what's out this season? Like, there's mm-hmm. Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, I remember... Like 2013, everybody, everybody was yeah, dressed was in Attack on Titan. Oh yeah. my goodness, that was it. And then it was Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it just keeps, so it's just, it's so hard. It makes me wonder, like, how much everything kind of like sticks in popular culture just because this, like, every season is like a new 20 to 40 new anime. Like, how do you know, like, what's really going to be the good stuff now? Right. Yeah, and it's like some things like they may not get as popular, but they're also really good. And it's like, what do you watch? What do you do? It's yeah. so much. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, it makes all the sense. I think you know you're a person. I I think you know more about magical girls than anyone else I ever I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I sure you. It was like. <laughs> We're not so people. I don't know. I remember a few years ago, I think I asked you, like, what Magical Girl series have you seen? And you, like, listed off so many. And I was like, I haven't even heard of half of these. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I'm, they're really fun. And mm-hmm. I really like the idea behind Magical Girl series. Like, um, at least my current interpretation of them is, like, 
it's kind of like a young girl testing out adulthood in a way that feels safe to her like with the whole transformation thing you know like you're becoming somebody stronger but also you can still go back to like your normal self still so like I think that's really cool and especially like with the older anime like um, Minky Momo and Creamy Mommy and stuff and and even um, the most recent one that I watched that was Fancy Lala that um, I really liked it. It was about a girl who had a magical pen and sketchbook and she could draw stuff and it would become real so she would draw clothes and then she can transform into her older self who became like this model slash pop idol and so basically like a modern creamy mommy and the art style was really pretty it was so like 80s fashion but sadly it came out at the same time as card caster sakura so <laughs> it kind of went into the dust but <laughs> oh wait which one is this one called again Fancy Lala. I think Fancy you could Lala. probably find episodes on YouTube. It's it's really cute. It's not like the most amazing one, but it's a really cute, you know, old fashioned magical girl show. Um, it's just so interesting, like going through like the history of them. Like you know, magical girls like exist because of Bewitched, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the like funniest thing to me. Like. I love to be witch growing up, watching the gun night. <laughs> Me too. Like be witched in I Love Jeannie. And, oh my god, oh yeah. My god, so good. Yeah. So it's like, oh wow, thanks for giving me Sailor Moon. <laughs> 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 nice roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just so cool to like see how it changed from being like magical witches. And then you had like that one series where it was a mermaid, and this is before Mer- Melody um, Mermaid Pitchy Pitchy Pitch. Oh, I forgot what it was called, but yeah, there was an old magical girl show that had a mermaid as the main character, and um, and then you had like magical idols, and then you had Sailor Moon busting out on the scene, totally rewriting the script, and now we have magical warriors. And then all of a sudden there's Madoka Magica. She's like, well, we're going to take this and flip that on the script too. And now you have a dark magical girl shows. Some of them are pretty good. Like, um, mm-hmm. magical, magical play or. Oh, I know what you're talking it? about. Yeah. Um, what is it called? Someone mentioned that recently. Something simple like that, but it was a, a I read the books, like, at least the first book for it, and I saw the anime, and it, it was pretty good, and then some, some, some magical girl stuff comes out, and it's really dark, and I'm like, okay, this is, you're trying way too hard to be dark, like, it, it doesn't have to be that serious, guys. <laughs> also true. Yeah. So, I just, ah, and now, now we live in this beautiful age where everybody that grew up on Sailor Moon and magical girls are working in animation. So you have Magical Girl Steven Universe and Magical Girl She-Ra and the Princess of Power, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I've been. It's been so cool to see how many things like Sailor Moon influenced, because mm-hmm. like all these people like 
like basically <laughs> all the Sailor Moon fans are like adults now working in animation and comic books and like creating things that I'm like yay I get to like still kind of enjoy this thing through like people who also loved it yeah yeah it's so fun I love it too but yeah I am I'm still trying to find this anime because I'm like I know that name but um but yeah I really like the dark magical girl anime and um there's also like an like I don't know I don't think it's like a genre but like adult magical girl where it's like magical girls as adults and like living through like regular life oh yeah which is like a fun thing to imagine too yes i really like that like i've I read a manga called like retired magical girls and it was just like hilarious oh my gosh i have not heard of that <laughs> it's hilarious and i love it so much oh that's definitely going on the list yes oh is it magical girl sight is that what you're thinking of Yes. Okay. Wait, that or magical girl raising project. Yes, it's the okay. magical girl raising project. I think magical girl site is the one that was trying too hard to be dark. Mm, okay, both of those have been on my list for a really long time, so I guess I'll watch both eventually. Um, and I really like magical girl spec ops Asuka. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh, I have not actually. I read the manga and then it they came out with an anime a few years ago, but then it was like really, it was like exactly like the manga. So I was like, eh. like shot for shot, mm-hmm. which usually I guess that is the case. But I think it was the first time in a while I, I read a manga and then watched the anime like so close together. And I was like, this is literally the same thing. Um, oh, okay. But, um, but it was really, it's really cool. It's like if Magic Girls were like a faction of the military. Oh, wow. Of. Yeah. And they like deal with like any supernatural occurrences, basically. Yeah, it's really cool. That's so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's such a big ton right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great time to be a magical girl fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so obviously you love magical girls and love Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura. Um, but what else do you stand? Like this could be anything, like not just anime, but like people, celebrities, um, things. Oh my gosh. Okay, mm. let's see. Oh, <laughs> I always, I always go blank when people are like, "What's your favorite things?" I'm like, "Oh, there's so many things that I like." <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so let's see. Music wise, right now I'm really stuck on Sia, and I'm waiting for her new album and movie to come out. And I, I just, ugh, I adore her music. I also like really, really adore like Lizzo's music. Ah, oh, so good. Um, let's see. I have been in webtoon hell for like oh <laughs> so gosh, long. Like yes. I was just, why are they so good? <laughs> they are really good. That's been another oh. issue because it's like there's so much anime coming out. There's so many webtoons coming out. Like I can't keep up with everything. It's so hard. Oh my god! But if you have not read it yet, you should totally check out um, my first night with the Duke. Oh, I did start that, and I really liked it. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Um, I love that. I uh, I love the Cursed Princess Club. I read that every Ooh, Monday. It's so, that. it's so charming. And if you like Magical Girls, it has, like, a really nice, like, charming fairy tale feel to it. Lots of pastel colors, like. It's so it's so wholesome. <laughs> I love it. 
I love wholesome content. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Offset the attack on Titan. <laughs> Everything else. Uh, wait, it was called The Cursed Princess Club? Yes. I'm going to look that up later. That sounds fun. I like totally read things based on their names all the time. Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Cursed Princess Club. That sounds like everything I like. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel okay, okay, one more is True Beauty. Like, oh, yes. I really like that. I, I feel like I know about it because I came across like a YouTube that was like, these webtoons, they are not good. They're, they're, they are immoral or like. They were just complaining about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let's see, like, what's so bad about this? And then I'm like, oh, my God, dude, I'm, like, so hard. <laughs> like, who am I like to? Who am I rooting for? <laughs> it's so hard. Wait, which which guy do you like better? So I've been reading it, too, and I love I, it. I think I am Team Suho. Like, it's really hard, but... <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he might be endgame. I don't know. <laughs> he was there first. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I've been, have you been watching the K-drama at all? I have not watched the K-drama yet, but it's it's staring me in the face. Uh, I will get to it. <laughs> I started it. I think I saw the first two episodes, and then I started slacking off, so I need to catch up. But Is it good, though? Like, does it look, look nice? I like it so far. I feel like, though, I don't know if I'm just forgetting some things that happened earlier on. Because I, like, I started reading True Beauty, and then I stopped for a really long time. And then when I heard when the K-drama was coming out, I was like, oh, let me catch up before it comes out. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the beginning stuff I just forgot. And I'm like, I don't know if they're changing things or if it's I the same. it might be a little bit different. Yeah. So I don't like Suho right now. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, maybe I didn't like him in the beginning of the webtoon either. Yeah, he was a, like a little rough in the beginning. I was okay. like, oh no. <laughs> I, I just, I feel like they made him meaner. But I'm like, maybe he was like that in the in the webtoon too. So I don't know. Um, but it's it is hilarious though. Like there are some moments in the um, K drama that I'm just like, this is. Do so they keep the faces? Yeah. Wait. What do you uh. mean? Like, like, there's, like, panels where <laughs> they just, like, oh, they like, the weirdest faces. I see <laughs> what I'm you're like, saying. the artist is too much. <laughs> like, you're too much right now. Um, I don't think so. Oh, no. No, but they do do a really good job of having the same actress switch between her, like, quote-unquote ugly version, even though she's not mm-hmm. ugly, and, like, the quote-unquote pretty version. Um, I think they do a really good job okay. with that. And uh, and the, all the actors look like the characters in the webtoon, but I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think they do. Well, I've only seen two episodes, but they don't do like the exaggerated, like oh, what a, <laughs> I'm a monster kind of looks. <laughs> but um, but it is really good uh, uh, so far. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out soon. Yeah, I hope you can. Yeah, so I'm Vicky. If anyone uh, is listening wants to watch it, um. And then, so what advice would you have for anyone who wanted to create a comic book and get their own deal at Scholastic one day, like you do? And with, uh, sorry, not to, and with first, second. (laughs) Okay, so um, my best advice would be, if you want to draw comics, is to just draw comics. Um, Especially if you do want to be picked up by a publisher they're going to want to see that you can draw a comic period but of course like you don't have to make getting a publisher 
your main goal right off the bat. Um, while that was, you know, a dream goal of mine, um, self-publishing is okay too. Like I know a lot of people, especially in the black comic community, it's mostly like self-publish, you know, um, comics done through Kickstarter and stuff, which is really, really amazing and something that I personally have never like felt confident enough to do. <laughs> um, but um, just like starting a webcomic is like really great. There's a lot of um, templates out there for your website nowadays to like make an easy website. Um, I had started mine on Tumblr using a template for webcomics. Um, so, and nowadays, like, a lot of people are posting comics on, like, Instagram. Um, there's one girl, there's one woman, she did, like, comics about her and her boyfriend, um, posted it on Reddit, and now they're published in a book. So you never really know what's gonna happen once you put your stuff out there, but the most important thing to do is to put it out there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's so cool. I didn't know, um... About the woman who posted her boyfriend's in the comic on Reddit and got a book. That's super cool. Yeah, and it's like you don't have to um, make like super beautiful, perfect looking comics. Like that's what I think is so great about them is that you can draw in a way that works for you, and that's totally fine. Like, what's important is that you own it, you know? If this is what your people are going to look like and this is how your plants are going to look like, you know, then do that to the best of your ability and own it. Don't worry about drawing, like, anybody else. Just have fun and tell, you know, a good story. Yeah, I um, I literally, there's a webcomic that I really love and it's just called, it's called Webcomic Name. And, like, the whole concept is about it just being, like, the most, not bland, but, like, like all the characters are blobs. Like, the co- name of the comic is Webcomic Name. And it's just, like, about, like, life's little, like, weird stuff that happens. Um, and it's, like, so funny to me. Like, it's just, like, hilarious because, like, the writing is so good. And it's just creative. So that's when I was like this is cool like maybe I could write a comic yeah you should everybody should make comics yeah I love that it should be a slogan (laughs) Uh, speaking of that and it could be your Sailor Moon says but just like Sailor Moon had the Sailor Moon says phrase at the end of every episode what would your phrase be so Sailor Shauna says okay let's see let's see um my phrase would be Sailor Shauna says, be true to yourself. And that's something that I've had to learn um, over the past few years. Like, it's been quite a roller coaster ride working on my comics. And I've been really grateful. Like, my family has always been behind me and, you know, with my pursuit of an art career. So I feel really lucky in that regard. But you know, sometimes it's also kind of hard to be like, man, like, I chose to do art, I could have been an accountant, I could have done this, I could be living somewhere else. And at the end of the day, it's just like, what makes you happy? And so as you go out in life and, you know, find what you're passionate about, it's just important to stay true to yourself. And, you know, just keep towards that. 
and don't compare like you know don't worry what other people are thinking whether it's good or bad like i get overwhelmed with positive attention just as much i'm just like oh my god why do people like me so much oh is this all right like i feel like an imposter but <laughs> i just try to keep going <laughs> yeah imposter syndrome is annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I can assure you, you are amazing. Like the millions of, or thousands, millions of black girls who like come around your booth um, <laughs> are a testament to that, for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and if you had a Kickstarter, I would totally support it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what is next for you and where can people find you? Um, well, you can find me online. My website is Shauna Draws. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shauna Draws and on Instagram at Shauna Draws Cute. And right now, next for me is just getting through like these three, four <laughs> different books I have <laughs> going on. Um, but in the future, I'm actually really hoping to start my own art brand. And I'm really excited. I think I think you will like it a lot when I announce it. So um, that's my goal is to get through these books, start my art brand, and hopefully one day I really do want to return to Princess Love Pond and finish it. Um, I keep changing my mind every day if I just want to do it like as an independent book or as a webtoon or take it to another publisher. Um, but there's definitely going to be a lot more magical girls stories coming from me as soon as I as I can fit them in. <laughs> I already I, I wrote a script for an um, LGBT magical girl story that stars two black girls, and I'm just like I want to draw this. <laughs> I so bad. <laughs> I want to read it like right now. <laughs> oh my God, like once you said that, I immediately thought of I don't know if you saw like these two women went viral. Last year, because um, they asked one of the women, like, what does it mean to, like, love a black woman? And, like, her answer just, like, went viral. And they're just, like, the cutest couple. And, like, they're who I'm thinking of when you said a magical black girl couple. And Aww. I'm just like, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you mean by art brand, though? I'm like, I'm like. Okay. I... <laughs> Sorry if that's a long question. Um, yeah. I guess I guess something that's kind of, like, a mix between a door uh, adorned by chi and ocean and space like something along that lines like mm. just a store with like my own like kawaii shoujo princess touch <laughs> Ooh, yeah i would love that because like i've been meaning to buy merch from you for a while oh um, <laughs> and that sounds like it would be amazing um that'd be so cool oh my god and um you said something else, but I can't remember what it was, so I'm just move on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have so many awesome things going on. I'm so excited. Oh, I think it was Princess Lapanya. Yeah, I have I have the first two books, so I'm really excited. Were any other uh anything else that comes out with that story? Because I'm really ex- it's a really oh, good story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should totally hit me up. I have to send you like the third one. So I do have a third the third chapter printed out. Ooh, yeah, I think. I think the last time, obviously, was whatever last convention I went to that was, like, live. And I think that's the last time I bought for you. So, yeah, I'll Aww. definitely hit you up because I do. I would love that. Yeah. 
And um, for me, once again, I'm Victoria L. Johnson. This is a Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. And you can find me at Miss Old School. It's Old School with a K. And you can find the podcast at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore club on Instagram. And we have merch at Mooney'sClub.com. We have an art brand. There's learn what that is, guys. <laughs> and thank you, Shauna, for coming on the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Thank you so much for having me.